Welcome to the Have Company podcast, a podcast that bridges the gap between artists and their community. I'm grateful to share conversations with Have Company artists and residents, friends, and a little bit of my own thoughts on creating work and finding balance. Welcome to the Have Company podcast. podcast. Uh, we're eating cheese, and I'm here with Ashton and Claire of Wax and Wayne Fiber. Hi. 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 Um, this is this is the last day of Have Company. Yeah. Right. Really, the last day. This is crazy. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be here in the morning, <laughs> uh, shipping some things. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who bought things, but um, thanks for your purchases. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. Uh, it's great to have you guys here. You both live in Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I think you guys reached out at some point this year, and we we're did. like, hey, let's hang out. And yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. And it's there's it's so funny because I planned my move around so many different things and one of them was a concert i'm going tonight uh by this awesome band whitney and the other was you guys being here i was like okay i committed to these people being here i'll leave the day that they leave so so it's kind of funny it was like it was like my last commitment um which feels cool and good thanks for committing to us yeah that was really nice we were just happy to be here and to work around your needs Mm -hmm. well thank you yeah um so let's start with who you guys are. Maybe um, you can each introduce yourself separately and then maybe tell us about Wax and Wayne Fiber and how it came to exist. Yeah. Sure. I'm Claire. I'm Claire Frederick. I make up half of this wonderful little textile company, Wax and Wayne Fiber. Sometimes I'm the wax, sometimes I'm the wine. It just like <laughs> yes, really. I love that. <laughs> We're always in flux. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm. I don't know what you need to know about me. I'm originally from Chicago, so I'm a Midwestern gal at heart. Nice. I moved to Baltimore, Maryland, three years ago to go to grad school at Maryland Institute College of Art. And actually, that's how Ashton and I ended up meeting, as we were in the same program, just different years. Um, so he was a year ahead of me, and I went to the Community Arts Program, MFA program, um, which is really interesting. It like incorporated a lot of um, like social justice and activism and education Mm -hmm. and teaching um, and then arts making kind of all wrapped up into one like really heady concept and so while I was there I got like really invested in fiber and fiber arts and my thesis that eventually kind of became Ashton's second thesis as well (laughs) uh, was called the quilt story exchange and it involved making quilts with groups of women who were in recovery programs all around the city and so that was sort of like the beginning of my fiber journey and then I took this like amazing course uh, at MICA it was all about surface design and just like talked about all the different ways that you can decorate fabric and dye fabric and we did a lot of acid dyeing and MX dyeing and then there was this tiny tiny little week where we learned all about natural dyes and the teacher really was like just go out into the world find some things pull that color from the earth and see what you get and so like the 12 of us in that class we all did that and we went back uh like the next week and we looked at everyone's results and it was like a rainbow plus like other colors that I had never seen before it was like amazing and so that just like opened my eyes to how plants are you know magical and they can really give you a lot of different variations on one thing and so that just did it for me and then and then Quilt Story Exchange was over and mm-hmm. Wax and Wayne was like our selfish little um, company that was designed for us to really just play 
in the studio all day with plants and color. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I'm Ashton. <laughs> Hi, Ashton. <laughs> I'm from <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska, which I heard that you're driving through. We are. On your we're, way. I mean, we're st- that's where we go tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah he yeah. heard that in like, his lucid I, I was like, I was like yeah. asleep <laughs> partially, and I was like, oh, oh Omaha. Okay. He literally was just like, oh, Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. I went to a Jesuit Catholic school for my undergrad, and I was a Yikes. painting major. <laughs> Um, it was actually a really great experience. So Jesuits are really, they're like pretty chill. They're cool, right? They're like really cool. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so like it wasn't a horrible experience. You know, I've had a great, I'll interject quickly that I've had a great opening up this year. Lizzie House, who was here, who was a resident, is Mormon. Mm. And I feel Mm -hmm. like she's really open about that. And that's like a, uh, you know, organized religion that just has so much stigma around it. Oh, for sure. And she is, like, one of the most powerful spiritual people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And I definitely had to break down some of my own, like, where am I just being as judgy as I'm assuming? Oh, for sure. You hear, like, organized religion and you automatically are like, boom. You're like, yes. Like, just. (laughs) Anyways, continue. Yeah. Um, So I went to that Jesuit liberal arts college, university, I guess I should say. And because of the Jesuits, they're all about service. So that mm-hmm. was like a big part of like my last year of, well, my last like two or three years of college were like doing these service trips and stuff. And like, <clears throat> although now I can see it in a very different light of like, maybe it's not the best way of doing things, but like it definitely put me on this trajectory to like incorporate arts in some way mm-hmm. and um, service or healing or something. Mm-hmm. Because I was actually a graphic design major. Mm. So we actually had someone in our class today who she just like said the whole struggle that I knew I would have been if I would have stuck with graphic design. She's like, I basically hate my job, but it gets me money so Mm -hmm. that I can then do my other creative endeavors. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that was not going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So I was like painting and graphic design. Then I went to the MFA in community arts program at Micah. Really rapid Micah right now. I know. We're just like, hey, go to Micah. Or don't. Or don't. Or don't. Or don't. You don't have to do <laughs> yeah, that don't either. do a graduate program if you don't want to. Um, and there, I started making dolls with people. So that was like a weird experience for me for a bit. <laughs> and then I started making quilts with people. And I found this one lady named Mandy Greer. She's based out of Seattle. She does these like decadent, decadent crocheted pieces. And I was like, I need to be like her. And so I made these, like, costumes looking at archetypes as, like, my personal thesis. And then my, I was working with a group of women that were coming out of sexual slavery and making quilts with them. So it was, like, this, like, dichotomous, like, thesis that I made. But they didn't quite correlate, but, like, they did. Um, and then I did the quilt story exchange, as Claire explained. <laughs> and now we're doing wax wing fiber, mm-hmm. which I guess I can kind of explain now. Yeah, let's talk about wax and wing fiber. I feel like introducing myself is kind of like introducing wax and wing fiber. Right. It, it gets like really like intertwined. At, like at dicey a time. at yeah. some points. Yeah. It's like where do we end and wax and wing begins? Yeah. But... I mean, that is my forever question about like who is Marley and who is half company. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Especially, I think, sharing so much of my, you know, who Marley is just on a feed that is called at have company right. right and you know sometimes i'll meet someone they're like are you have company it's like you're and more it's like than really heavy to hear that mm-hmm. question and yeah. you know the answer is yes i'm like well yeah like that's Ultimately, who i yeah. am on instagram or that's who the space the name of the space that i run mm-hmm. and especially moving on from that you know tomorrow at 9 a.m it's yeah. like okay now it's not a physical space but i still you know it will still be the name of my podcast right. and a project and like 
Yeah, so I'm in, I'm, I'd love to hear more about how <laughs> you guys sure. feel like you are the same as or separate Well, it's from. also, like, almost more complicated at times because this is a, a partnership, so it's always, we're using we, mm-hmm. yeah. and totally. it's, it's really, it's been a challenge for me to get away from using I statements because I'm so good at I statements. You're really good at I statements. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so just, like, always coming back to, like, you know, it's like this is both of our things, and having to be, yeah, to be cognizant of like the we, and also like also being aware of like when is it okay for it to be my my thing within a like a two part mm-hmm. company, and when is it okay for it to be your your thing in a yeah. two person company? Mm-hmm. So Wax and Wayne Fiber is a small textile mm-hmm. business based out of Baltimore, Maryland. We work exclusively with natural dyes, and our mission is kind of like twofold. Mm-hmm. It's really come out of the the MFA with like our community engagement. Mm-hmm. We like play in the studio. That's like a main component, obviously, and like really research dyes. So like mm-hmm. we've kind of played around with like titles in some sense, and it's like Claire because she's so good at doing all of the surface design stuff it's kind of like she's our surface design master hmm. and so like I really rely on her when we deal with that kind of stuff and then like I really like dye chemistry I like the history I like understanding mm. why these colors are being produced from these different plants and like why when you add some acid does this one turn into something completely different like mm. I, I like being able to know why that happens Scientist. I, yeah, <laughs> that like stressed me out to hear that. I was like, oh, You're like, oh so my hard. gosh, yeah. it's so complicated. Yeah. It's complicated. So like, we're learning all of that in our studio part, and then the other half is going out, and that's the reason why we're here at Have Company is to like teach these like dye techniques and these natural dyes to other people to like kind of do that ecological stewardish stewardship kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, also just show that like. Natural dyes can sometimes be so much cooler than synthetic dyes. Like, you oh, they get... are. They are cooler, like, <laughs> without a doubt. I know they are cooler. Yeah, <laughs> I say I say it. I know they are better. Um. So, do you have then a you have a studio, a yeah. physical studio mm-hmm. that is is where one of you lives or is separate no, from your completely home? Completely separate. Yeah. And we what's realized... that like? And when did you? When were you? Because that's I think a question. I am always having, or the others, who are, or those who are listening, are like, "Are you in your house? Right. Does that work? Are you yeah. not?" And I think the answer is that it is so different for everyone. But maybe when when was the studio birthed, mm-hmm. and what's the what's the physical space like? Right. Yeah. So we've even from Quilt Story Exchange days, we've always had a separate studio that was not in our own homes, and I I don't know if we've ever like really talked about like why but it just always seemed like that was what needed to work for us and like partly that was because our homes were always changing and in flux and at one yeah. point like Ashton didn't even, didn't even live in the city mm. um, and, and so that just you know were other miscellaneous factors but the space now is amazing it's a uh, we're really blessed with this space <laughs> we're really hashtag blessed with this yes. space it's actually a very temporary space we're waiting okay. for our new um, our new studio to get finished and there's all these permits and this and that that are going on and it's in like the uh, station north area of Baltimore so it's like the arts district which we're really pumped about being Mm -hmm. in but for now we're in this like giant giant warehouse in um, Woodbury uh, which is like kind of in the heart Uh, Mm, it's like northern part of Baltimore northern Baltimore and so Woodbury is this small community that's pretty much made up of like all these historic mills that used to be 
functioning mills back in the day, mm-hmm. and all of them closed down and got sourced to other other places. And so there's these giant brick mills all over that are now kind of being renovated into artist studio spaces and um, like newer, I don't know, like apartment complexes. So right now we're in this like really big temporary warehouse where we have like so much thousands space. and thousands of square feet and we're just trying to figure out like what's the best way to activate those spaces sure. because for what we're doing we really don't need that, that much, much room. Um, so we're like trying to be playful like we've been having a few indigo dye parties in our studio where we're like inviting as many people as we can get mm-hmm. and we're trying to partner with other like local artists and like food and beverage folk and trying to get like more of like a events going on there um, but for now it's just us in this really big space and mm-hmm. just trying to like just trying to get by and not be scared at night when we're like walking out to our car because it's yeah. like yeah it's really big yeah at one point we had a the studio that we were previously in um there was like a debacle with the landlord and everything from the studio manager's part Mm -hmm. and we were kicked out Mm -hmm. um and so for that stint of time we were working out of claire's basement and Mm -hmm. backyard Mm -hmm. because she was Mm -hmm. the only one that had like Mm -hmm. access to storing Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. um and that was like a real nightmare just having to like i would always get her key and it was just like I way think more definitely communication. being a partnership yeah. you have to have like that third space or right. else it's just gonna like implode right. on itself mm-hmm. right. um and are you guys teaching classes out of that space out of your studio mm-hmm. and what's what's that been like and and are people excited are they taking them are you just where are you promoting them like mm-hmm. how does that work in terms of like it is your space, you're running it. Because I think sometimes it can be easier to be like, we're being hosted by right. someone else. So when you guys are have a new workshop or you want to have a workshop just in your space, what kinds of things do you do to promote it? What are like what are you using mm-hmm. for that? Are you using flyers? Are you using the internet? Um, and are people showing up? Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's that like? So we were being hosted by a lot of other spaces in the past just to like build that community of people. Mm -hmm. And now I think we are, we're finding ourselves very recently in a place where we can host our own workshops without a whole lot of other partnerships happening where we can rely on just people who we've seen before or Mm -hmm. who are new subscribers, but Mm -hmm. just people who, who do want to come. So we've had, we had really only one real Mm -hmm. like event in our space and that was last month. Mm And in that, we also partnered with like a, a second party um, called the Be More Creatives, and they pretty much just like link up artists and okay. and community with just like creative events going on. So they they played a really crucial role mm-hmm. in kind of activating all these different neighborhoods and um, resources to get people to understand who we were and what we were doing and when this was happening. Um, so we like are still very new and like just promoting ourselves in our mm-hmm. own space. But yeah, we reached out to them because we have one actually at the end of the month. So when we actually get back to Baltimore, we're gonna have to start like really pushing this. What day is that? Uh, October twenty ninth. October twenty ninth. October twenty ninth. Yeah. For all you listeners out there who <laughs> are listening, if this goes out before that date, <laughs> comes out November first. Never mind. No. Well, the fifteenth and first. You missed month. an amazing maybe, event. Maybe. It was great. It was fantastic. We maybe. had a hundred people show up. Maybe I'll tell Eliza. Like, sorry, we have to get this other one. Out. <laughs> no. So we we talked with the Be More Creatives because they posted on a bunch of like 
like, like art blogs and stuff yeah. about the event that we had last time. Sure. And that, I think, was not only there are 11,000 subscribers on their Instagram, but also like these other sites too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think both of those things really helped. And we're at the point too where our workshops, we get two or three people every time that are like, oh my gosh, can you please open up a space for us? <laughs> like, and we're like, no, we have a cap. Like, you can't, like, you can come right, to our next right, one. Right, right. So we're like at that point now where we're getting these lists of people together that we can start, cool. you know, pushing that out there and saying, here's this next one, mm-hmm. please come. Yeah, you know, I think collecting people's emails is like the smartest Crucial. thing that and you can so do. I'm so bad at that. I'm so bad at that. Oh also. my God, it's I've like been, the last thing I I've think been trying doing. to get better. When I used to use, um, my e-commerce used to be on Squarespace, and when you checked Same. out, it would add you to my mailing list, Ooh. which was incredible. Oh, we need to set that up. I think you can uncheck it, but it's like automatically checked when you check out. And oh, now nice. I use Big Cartel as my e-commerce, and I, it does not have that option. Um, um, I find it easier because people can check out with PayPal or with their card, and that's why I switched. <clears throat> <laughs> If Squarespace is listening, <laughs> think for God's sakes, please switch and fix that because <laughs> so many more people would use your e-commerce. Um, and so, but yeah, but but Big Cartel does not um, have that option. As far as I know, maybe someone listening is like, Marley, it does have that option. And you can <laughs> tell me. Um, so another part, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is that you're also making objects to right. sell. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what has that been like? And... What are you guys making? What can we buy from you? Yeah. What do people buy from you? That's... What you can buy from us are scarves, table runners, tablecloths, really like any sort of like home decor, pillows, wall hangings, oh, yeah. Mostly stuff for the body or the home. Cool. Body or yeah. the home. It's a really nice, like succinct way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. But that encompasses a lot of things. And I think, especially in these last few markets that we've been running, um, what we've been going to over the summer, we have all these scarves and people are like, oh, it's so hot. Like, I'm not, I can't even think about a scarf right now. So, like, mm. at least me, and I think we've talked about this too, like, shifting which things we're selling at what times of year. Like, right now, as it's shifting, scarves everyone for everyone. Scarves for everyone. Right. But then maybe you're, like, more like home goods when it comes to... The summer. The summertime. Right. Or just using, like, really, really sheer silks. Yeah. We've been doing a bunch of sure. birth moon wall hanging. So you send us your birth moon, or you send us your birth date, and then we figure out what your birth moon is. Wow. And we make wall hangings for that from Naturally Dyed Goods. Oh my gosh. Claire has been doing a whole line of... Vagina. Really? Sanas. Vagina, you name it. Yanni worship. Vagina, you name it. Vagina scar. Vagina, you name it. Vagina <laughs> wall hanging. The name of something. Right. Maybe that'll just be like the line. Yeah, it's yeah. like you tell me you what you it. want, and yeah. I'll put a vagina put a on, it. on it. If you want it, someone actually was like, "So, I'll send you a picture, right? And then we'll go from there." And I was just like, played it real cool. I was like, "Absolutely! Like, wow. if you if you want this to be like your vagina, your like custom, wow. I yeah. can make that happen. That is incredible, and I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> as long as you are." I mean, I have a vagina tattooed on my leg, so I'm, yeah. I have I have a drawing from the cunt coloring book. Um, 
<laughs> tattooed on my leg. And I also have a boob tattooed on my, like, wrist that right I go on. to shake someone's hand. Yeah. So as I, like, of course, date really conservative people whose parents are really conservative, I just continue to be terrified to, like, meet family members. You just need to wear, like, a turtleneck and, like... Yeah. Cover work. my face, facial piercing, and hand, like, all my hand tattoos. I'm like, I'll just put some gloves on. Yeah. I actually, like, don't really feel that, you know, afraid or bad, because I'm like, this is me. What are you going to do? Yeah. But, yeah. There are definitely honey. some moments where I'm like, these things are on my body forever. Yeah. Literally forever. forever. Yeah. Forever. Unless I, you know, black it out but i'm not gonna do that no um so uh what's what happens next you guys are gonna go home tomorrow really early really early so you have the workshop on the 29th mm-hmm. um do you are you is there like you know we're going in holiday season oh I my hate god to say it super this is like our it. first year that we've actually been really good about like pre-planning cool. for that because last mm-hmm. holiday season i think we came into we're still, like still figuring out our brand and like what totally. we were making and so it was like late fall and we were like oh we should probably start to look right. for things and right. we didn't like necessarily do that but this year we have like an excel spreadsheet it's compiled with like all of the year-long uh markets happening and it's like when the applications are due cool. and like we, we've mm-hmm. really got it down to a science are and there so, any that you're excited about that you already know about well we actually just got accepted to renegade nice cool. and that's like for a big cool. one for us because cool. mm-hmm. yeah that's literally the biggest market we've ever done where which one in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Cool. For, what is it, November 12th and 13th. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so we're getting ready for that. We have everything that we do just takes, like... A little bit of time. A long period of time. We also, like Ashton and I, we both um, have other part-time jobs. So it's, mm-hmm. like, extra difficult when we have low inventory to make a lot of things when we need it because we have other obligations. And we have, like, partners. And so it's, like, mm-hmm. just that balance that mm-hmm. I'm sure you talk about a lot with everyone with your everyone yeah um, tell me more about having a part-time job and if that feels really life-giving to you guys right now or if it's no. Ashton, no. Ever, there's so many no. mouths happening <laughs> our part-time jobs are like i feel like literally to pay the bills they're literally right. to pay the bills but like the, we're in them for like i don't they're like just very different things so like i work sure. at a coffee shop so like sure. i go in there and i feel nothing and i leave and i like feel nothing like i it's like it's like not fulfilling yeah but it's also I need I needed a job like that so I can commit my brain a hundred percent to totally. what we're doing here I'm I cannot like do too many things that I care too much about or else I will be ineffective I just know yeah. that that's sort of the way I function totally. I guess I should be a bit more kind to the other jobs that I have right I, sure. I, I, I have picked a few more that are, I'm not working at coffee shops I I work at a grief center I'm the artistic director there mm-hmm. I'm super part-time, but it is, like, pretty fulfilling because I can work with um, ladies and I do quilting with them, and so it's, like, I can kind of continue on what I've done with my MFA and I can actually use that there. Um, And then I actually will be doing that, and then I just got another job. (laughs) Um, It's not, like, final. I guess it doesn't really matter. By by the time that this comes out, it will be, like, final. You'll already be, like... In, I'll in be the in the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be working for um, an AmeriCorps program actually at MICA. Oh, cool. Um, which we both came out of. Which we both actually MICA did. is actually sponsoring this podcast. Right. MICA's <laughs> gonna get us <laughs> paid for it. And Thank you so much, MICA. That was so that was so big of you. That was so great. <laughs> the last podcast episode is sponsored by the Gap. Oh. Mm. People are gonna start taking me really seriously. It's gonna be really weird. I like you're gonna or get like the a gap is gonna assess. call me and be like, like, "Hi, oh. we're actually like thinking that this could be an awesome collaborative." They're like, so our sales just like went through the roof yeah, yeah. last month, and we somehow figured out that it was all because of you. Yeah, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh god. 
Um, are you the way that uh, is your work available for wholesale? Yeah. Yeah. So, so stores that are listening, yeah, can for also sure. stock your work. There. Absolutely. Yeah. We just started we, making like mm-hmm. indigo dye kits and black dye kits, which is the dye oh, class that we taught here. Cool. Um, so we're we're pretty pumped about the kits because cool. they look pretty and they're and really the kits easy. can get wholesaled and purchased from your internet store. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you just taught at House Witch just yeah. before this, mm-hmm. Erica's store, who's she's incredible and my internet friend. Uh, Love um, Erica. Yeah. So awesome. Why? Um, I don't think I've ever asked this question, which I'm really curious about, but it's like, why stores? Like, why do you, and maybe that makes sense because you're, you know, making a usable object that is available for retail, but why Mm. teach in these kind of like retail settings that are like maybe weird, witchy, queer, et cetera. And, um, you know, when you're thinking about where do I want to teach? How are you choosing those places? What are you thinking about? Uh, it's mostly because they've already like built a community. I think that's mm. been the really nice part is that we were doing a lot of partnerships with other artisans in Baltimore, mm. and it was kind of like we were both getting tapped out. Yeah, like our our respective communities were being so tapped by our own selves. Totally. That when you're like, oh, we're doing a two part workshop, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't, I yeah. can't manage that. Yep. No. But then coming into a new place mm-hmm. and saying we're gonna offer this. <clears throat> unique thing that you haven't had at your store before or whatever is really great and then also just like logistically too um if we're not doing indigo um if you're doing another natural dye it takes a bit of time Mm -hmm. and so having a store that people can peruse and not just like sit there and stare at each other if they're not like super communicative then they can actually go around and look at the store stuff and it, it helps the store too yeah, it's kind of a win-win. If you have, like, mm-hmm. any sort of social anxiety, it's like, I'm just going to go look at this so, yarn over here yeah. for, like, 20 yeah. to 25 minutes, yeah. and then... Like, 90% of our generation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like a lot more, yeah. But, like, also, we're, you know, we're, like, really interested in three to five years, maybe we will have some sort of brick-and-mortar store. And cool. so we've been kind of, like, like you, we've sort of, like... <laughs> been asking very specific stores to do these partnerships just yeah. so that we can have that time to like ask questions that we need answered to help us later. Um, what do you guys feel like is maybe your biggest challenge right now? Um, and mm. that maybe I mean that both in like your personal life, your mental health life, your physical life, like in all of the things of trying to balance it all, what is just like the hardest part? Maybe that's an individual question and a question for like Wax and Wayne. Oh yeah. Also. So like, I guess for me personally, like without Wax and Wayne, the biggest challenge is that Wax and Wayne takes up all of my time and like I was saying I do have a partner back at home and like even before this trip we had like a whole conversation about sort of just like unpacking jealousies of me spending all my time with this other person who is Ashton who's my like life partner and business partner (laughs) and like that gets a little complicated and we all have to sort of sit with this discomfort of Mm -hmm. I'm committed to multiple things multiple people um and I guess just, like, I have to kind of sit with that and think about that and see how I work through it. As a business, I think our biggest challenge right now is, I don't 
don't know, like just moving forward, like how to grow, how to move forward. Mm-hmm. We, I think like I'm at the point where I don't want to be doing a day job and then yeah. a creative mm-hmm. job. I, I really just would like to be doing this full time. And really the ultimate challenge is finding ways for us to be able to pay ourselves to do this. And that payment is able to you know support us and feed us and pay our rents. Right. That's probably like every maker creatives like quest. And so we're just, this year has been a really eye-opening one in that when we started out, we were in a very different place and everything was fine. And I think we did have a pretty good balance, but as there is a demand for the things that we're making and for the events that we're hosting, it's eating away at all of the free time that I have. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to feel, you know, tapped out a little bit where something needs to shift, where I need to like drop down hours at the coffee house and we need to make more money at Wax and Wayne so that we can just grow this little Mm -hmm. baby. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have a lot of name recognition in Baltimore. Like mm. Claire working at the coffee shop, she has like multiple people that will walk in with the scarves that they've dyed at our Indigo Dye totally. parties, which is great. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And so it's it's been really good, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're raking in the dough, right? Like it's no. like we're not making a bunch of money or we don't always have like orders that we have to fulfill. So a lot of times I will just be like sitting in, and that just sounds so silly, like just sitting in the <laughs> studio and like trying to figure out so like, but the nice part about that is that like two other things were like birthed for me. I've been re- working on these like walking altars. So like mm-hmm. building these batiked altar pieces that you can use for your body or you can use for an altar if you so desire. And they kind of like have witchy sayings on them, but then they're also like blessed with specific like herbs and like flowers and stuff. Um, and then I've also, because of my specific like needs i have started making um naturally dyed pride flags and i can customize those for trans folk for bi folk for whoever wants whatever they want um but it's right now just like the six color rainbow Mm -hmm. um just because that was like something that i really needed to do for myself and so like just being able to sit sometimes and like not have orders to always fulfill has like helped me to do that but Mm -hmm. at the same time i also will go in sometimes and be like uh (laughs) like i want to be doing something and like know that i'm gonna get paid for it in the end of it yeah Um, yeah and i think like also another thing like because we're so like in flux between like being crazy busy and then having those moments where it's like we can just really start figuring out our own like what what we want to do on on the side like just figuring out ways when we are busy to like have that sort of like assembly style like what what are like best practices for people who are really trying to like bust out a lot of work like we haven't fully fleshed out how to be productive and like Mm -hmm. to get things done when we want them to get done and I think that might just be because we don't have that kind of like super influx. And I think when that happens and you're kind of forced to just figure that mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Well, and, and you guys asked me earlier, you know, what was that jump like for me? And part of that was, you know, I first I split the rent of this space, but I was still serving tables. And then I just stopped serving tables. Yeah. And people always are like, well, did you have like money saved up or did you like eat? I didn't even have like clarity about anything. I was yeah. just like, I know that I can't do this job anymore. And the only way to push myself at this other job is to have to. Yeah. Right? Um, and a lot of people are like, that's the worst advice I've ever heard. And I'm like, I, I see, I think it's not for everyone. Like I think some people would mm-hmm. just drown and it would be terrifying. But for me it was, 
I guess I'm like hearing what you guys are saying. I'm like, you just have to leave your coffee shop job. And then, oh, for sure. <laughs> and then it'll like. Well, it's up. also the like, as soon as I was like, I'm going to move to California. It was like, ding, 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 ding. It's like all the things. Oh, for sure. And I think sometimes you have to just say it out loud and be like, okay, I don't do this anymore. And then everybody needs a vagina scarf immediately. Because right. I need one now. Okay. Right now. <laughs> making it. Gonna show you making guys. it right now, actually. <laughs> it's happening. Guys, yeah, you guys can't see this, but um, I just whipped out like my batik station. And from I whipped Baltimore. out my vagina. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to move forward. Uh, then another like kind of question I have, um, I, I, I did not take the workshop today because I'm packing my life away, but I was listening and I was, I'm interested in how, you know, yes, this is like this natural dye workshop, but by the end it was like oh my God. feeling oh. sharing circle that was yeah. and I was like oh this reminds me of a lot of the classes I teach and that you know uh, I teach a few different workshops and I haven't taught it in a while but improvisational quilting is a class that I teach and it generally feels the same it's like we're quilting air quotes yeah <laughs> air quotes I'm like no we're gonna talk about our feelings now um so is that a common thing that happens in your workshops do you feel like that um that was, tell me a little bit about how that felt today or what that was that like was so refreshing yeah, yeah it was great but I think really like abnormal. it was abnormal and I don't think that that can be facilitated in every space no. that we're teaching in but that was kind of like a little like wake up for me in well, terms of like I think everything that we do needs to have an end like that, where we need like a moment mm -hmm. to just like sit and share. I think it also happened too because all of our the folks that came were younger. Yeah. And most of the people that we have back in Baltimore, they're a bit older, or there's like a, it's more heavy on having older folks, and so they're a bit more established, or sure. like they're not. Well, and they're rushed. To find their like this endeavors. crew here today, they had really nowhere to be after yeah. this, so they had yeah. a lot of time to just like hang out, and they they really like they wanted. To we know. did not make that happen. Like they sat down and they're like, let's just like talk about balancing, you know, working our creative life. lives, uh, yeah, work and life, and we we're like, okay, we're like, okay, we'll go for it. But pretty, I mean, the 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 energy in our other workshops is very much like when you're done, people are like. Like, that was amazing this we should do it again but like we have to go like we have mm. dinner we have to go back home we have to go to work like what have you so it was just like this felt like a very slow day in a great way and maybe we need to just sort of build that into the way that we teach in certain yeah. settings and I think it comes out naturally if it's like if it needs to it's and it's fine. supposed to and I think a lot of times in our other ones they there's such a different like focus where I think especially being in this space probably too is like and it's in transition and like yeah. people are like yeah. the people that came are like very much in transition it's just like maybe there's a bunch of these things that yeah. like culminated into that well and I feel like what happens for me when I teach how to not always be working specifically it's like I'll teach it in San Francisco and the techies are like how do you balance your email? Oh, <laughs> and in like Portland around the campfire, everyone's like, what's your altar look like? And it's like, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like yes. everybody is just different. And yeah. so it's like, I'm generally offering the same information in the same class, but it's so interesting to see how people, how people take respond it a different in way. a different way. Mm -hmm. um, what other kinds of classes do you feel like you guys want to develop or what is, what does that look like? Do you wish you could do something that's like longer? That's like, here's a yeah. five week course. Like here's, and I look at, um, 
Liz Miliarelli from Sister Spinster, and she has just done this incredible job building like six weeks of like yeah. curriculum and how yeah. people in the Bay Area and Mendocino are like really grabbing onto that. And I think that's my like dream right now is to like build something much you know bigger. It's like everybody loves a good two-hour workshop, but what does it look like to yeah. do something bigger? So is that something you guys are thinking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're actually in the process right now of working on like a like a four-day curriculum, which is like a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. We're, um, I don't know, do I say like the company? Just working in schools. Yeah, yeah. we're like, it's, it's all about like arts integration. Mm-hmm. And so we're really interested in kind of like going into public schools and going into specifically like science-based classrooms mm-hmm. and sort of bridging the what we're doing with science. Um, and so that needs to be like a bit more flushed out yeah. in like four or five mm-hmm. days or a few weeks. And so that's been like a really big challenge going from like giving a lot of information in two hours to spreading things out over four days and and like engaging youth. It's like a very different way yeah. of approaching any yeah. sort of like teaching. Yeah. Um, but like in our new space, whenever that is finalized, we really hope to start offering more like courses where it's like intro to natural dying and we want to do like a spectrum series where we're actually like going through like Roy G. Biv and talking about Um, all the plants that give reds and all the plants that give oranges and like really making it more of like a I don't know like an advanced class for folks who are interested I think there is like definitely a need for that and yeah I think just like right now we've been finding so much success in our indigo stuff because it's so now like yeah. indigo yeah. is so pervasive in yeah. our culture right now yeah. yeah um that people are just like oh yeah 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 i want to do that right now like right. it's it's so easy to sell out with indigo yeah. mm-hmm. but then i mean there's so many other colors there's so many other plants and right. i think just being able to have an audience that's interested in that we ran an avocado dye one and mm-hmm. that one was pretty successful because mm-hmm. we were at like a a nice restaurant that's like super popular but Aww. also like people are really interested in that, like blushy pink right mm-hmm. but we want to i want to be able to offer or like we were at fancy tiger right oh, fancy nice. tiger crafts that was back in august nice. and we taught matter there and so it's like cool. we've been able to have these different classes but we want to offer them more in baltimore and say like we're gonna have it for two weeks or right. doing like a, a natural dye intensive over a four-day Ooh. weekend or something would mm-hmm. be amazing cool. Okay. Cool. That'd be awesome. And Dye some yarn. Do it in California. Yeah. Oh, I would love to. Um, sweet. So the last official question of the Half Company mm-hmm. podcast mm. is what are you excited about? And it can be a book that you're reading or oh. a movie or a show. Just something that you're like, I, you got, like you have, this is your last chance. Oh my God. Actually, I usually say, do you have anything else? To <laughs> but you know, like, what are you just like, I have to tell the people what I'm excited Oh, well, I'm really excited to finish my knitting project. Nice. Oh my gosh. What I, are you making? I'm making Tell a shawl. It's like nice. an ombre, shades of umber shawl. Whoa. Um, it's my first, it's really the first knitting project I've actually like followed a pattern. Cool. From, yeah, that's, that's from beginning a to shawl end. was my first it's like pattern. A, it's a yeah. really big deal for me yeah. because yeah. I have for years just been like yeah. doing half-ass, yep. like Squares long. and long triangles or rectangles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's just been like so uninspiring. Yeah. So like yep. this year I was like, I'm doing You're it. You're basically going through what I went through last year. Yeah, yeah. it's like you, you know Be careful, you'll have like sweaters on sweaters in a minute. See, I don't like, know. I'm, it's taken me a really long yeah. time. No, I, mean, I want to do like socks. Yep. 
And then, like, maybe I'll get to sweaters. That's what I did. Shawl, but, socks, and sweaters. That's the order, baby. You're, mm, gonna, you're mm. pumping them out in no time. <laughs> <laughs> but currently, presently, at this very moment in time, I'm very excited to just, like, wear this shawl for the winter. I planned it out really well where nice. I started yeah, in the summer. You're good. And here I am. It's just getting colder. Yeah, I'm jamming on one right now that I'm like, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, cool. yeah. I'm proud of myself for a lot of those reasons yes which you won't really have cold where you're going yeah oh my god thank <laughs> you for that reminder <laughs> um i am reading this book right now and i feel like i need to get it also yeah get it mess up is the it, title okay. what i'm reading too like, yeah oh boy it is you guys doing like a book club situation we're i think discovering that that's what's happening but right, it's like it's right. a series and it's it'll a take trilogy. us a while it's a trilogy it's amazing it is called. Oh it is a disclaimer. It is a young adult fiction novel. Uh, it is called The Broken Circle: Yarns of the Knitting Witches oh by Cheryl Potter. And the best God. part is that it. Okay, so there's like That's these knitting goodness. witches, right? There's it's like, like Lord of the Rings meets knitting. Knitting. Yeah. So I guess. like, there's twelve witches, and they all like knit stuff that have magical properties in them. There's a and map there's in the actually room, yeah. there's a map, and then. You can go onto this person's website and you can get the patterns to actually knit the stuff that the witches are knitting in the book. I have. So you can knit this. <laughs> it's like, if, is it for people who maybe like Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Because I like Harry Potter, but like don't really want to read it again. Mm. But I'm like in this that place where I'm like, I need something fantasy. Like yeah. I don't, I read only basically like self-help and spiritual Books. Right, you, like, need, you need, need to escape. Nice escape. No, and this is a great escape. Literally, you're like going to go on a journey. Every like unimportant character is a dude, and all of the main characters are <laughs> ladies. Can ladies. I just read this first sentence? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Oh my god. For all you fiber freaks, let's <laughs> and like die freaks too. It's good. Chapter one: Trouble at the World's Fair. Sky thrust the last burlap sack of colored fleece through the doorway of her mother's dye shed mm. and waited for her father to pull up with the wagon. It was early and chilly, even though spring had recently touched the mountains of the Middle Lands. Oh, <laughs> let, that, let that resonate. It is all about these mm. witches dyeing yarn with magic crystals they get from rivers. Like, <laughs> it's so good. I'm like so like I don't like fantasy. That's like I like don't like sci-fi and stuff. And my mm. friends always make fun of me because they all like it. But like that is like you I can get it with that because it's like I mean, witches and yarn. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's to like your interest. Right. So it, it makes sense. Oh my god. Okay. Check it out. Cheryl Potter. Okay. Yeah. What are you excited about? Oh, same thing. Same. Oh. Well, <laughs> like and, her, and her shawl. Oh, oh, your shawl. You're right. I'm so sorry. Like, so, I'm, so, I'm so excited. You've been through You're a lot so today, weird. and then we just threw you for a loop because of this book's existence. It's okay. You're going to get the book, and you're going to be like, We, like, oh. both, like, blacked out a little bit. No pun intended. Are you guys on book one, then? This yeah. is book one. This is book one. I think the second, it's only two parts right now. I don't think she's <gasps> even finished the third. Part three? I don't think so, It's like yeah. Harry Potter. It's like, it's <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um... Wow, thank you. I mean, thank you. Seriously, if there's one thing you've given me, it's this. It's, it's this. Like, it's a I'm gift so glad this, yeah. this is what we could oh give God, you. It's so incredible. Um, any last, any last words? Like, it was really great to be here in this really weird, really time. weird time for you. Really weird. Time. I feel like this has been a, a big old mindfuck. Yeah, it's funny Please. because people are like, I can't believe you're hosting people the last two days that we literally there. said that like when we touched down yeah we're like i can't believe this she but made it, this it's so funny because it's like just how i work 
That's how yeah. I function. Mm-hmm. It, like, doesn't even... I mean, I feel like I'm always trying to be super transparent. You know, like, I told you guys, a mil- like, every email was, like, just a reminder. Like, sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm moving across the country. Um, I'm leaving Michigan for the first time in 28.5 years. Um, but it has felt... I just... I love it. I, like, love having people in this space. Yeah. And it's been cool to host, like, one last time. Yeah. yeah so thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for choosing us. us to be your last. <laughs> yeah. Chosen. Well, you were just chosen, and then I had to. Then I decided to move. So it was like it was this beautiful mix of like I chose you and you chose me, mm-hmm. and then the universe mutual. chose. Yeah. The exit. <laughs> I'm doing this crazy. Whoosh. Whoosh hands. Uh, thanks everybody for listening um, you can tune in in two weeks for our next episode and who knows where I'll be recording it from oh. thanks guys thank bye. you bye